Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, your number one fuck boy, your number one fuck boy, Zeitgeist, your number one cuck boy. That's right, it's me, John Gabris, in the High and Mighty studio, soon to be interrupted by my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris, but also joining me in the High and Mighty series, fellow 516er, fellow Nassau County resident, well, not resident anymore, I guess I'm not a, can't be a fellow resident of neither of us, For, fellow former resident, Tim Dillon, uh, stand-up comedian, podcast host also, yes, yes, yes. I saw that. yes. Tim, thanks for joining me here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Local boys done good. Look at us. Oh, yeah. Done, Look at us. done something. Right, right. <laughs> On the path? Right. We're not late. Like, we're not personal trainers. Yeah. I, We've done something. Uh, honestly, if I just told my mom, like, whatever my resume is now, she has no idea of it. But if I told her tomorrow I was going to dental school, she'd be the happiest. Woman right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, Mom, I'm on 10 shows. I've had this. I've yeah. had that. And she's like... Uh, well, you know, the Colsteins are doing... Right, <laughs> like, right. right. Just <laughs> something about a guy that cleans a mouth out <laughs> yeah. three times a day. You can get yourself a Lexus SUV <laughs> and work out at Powerhouse Gym yeah, and yeah. live the dream. That's true, man. Uh, well, before we get into chatting, and of course, if you haven't guessed, we're going to talk about Long Island. I mean, we could try to talk about anything we want. Sure. But it'll end up being about Long Island. Yeah. Um, and for you, the listeners, right now is a little segment where we read the five-star reviews of my podcast, which means... Rate me five stars, roast me in the comments, and I will read it on air. And so here's a bunch of strangers calling me fat on the internet. <laughs> um, oh, here's a good one. This is from Tim Cow. Here are stars, you whore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was just a simple played into my game. This is already a transparent grasp for compliments. Crazy. It's like, rate me five stars, yeah. please. <laughs> and then give it to me in the comments. Give it to me in the comments, and then that way you think you're getting to say something shitty yeah. to me. I get the five stars. I like this. Yeah, I don't know if Apple can track how negative the comments are, like, <laughs> is it just content-wise? But if so, then I, I'm fucked. Right, here we go. John Garbus, uh, big thing is saying my name wrong. 
Uh, rivals Donald Trump in his ability to say any horrible thing that pops in his head and not lose any followers. Like Trump's deplorables, his so-called shitheads remain loyal to a fault, even as their narcissistic leader ruins everything good about podcasting. If you can make it through the first 30 seconds of any episode of this podcast, you and John Garbus deserve each other. Five stars, never miss an episode. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll take a little Donnie T comparison there. He he does have the yeah. he is bulletproof. He's I mean, like, listen, <laughs> can we all? I mean, we, I I know that you know we all probably we feel varying ways about him. I will tell you one thing, uh, I would never miss a Donald Trump podcast if he had one. <laughs> yes. I would never. I would listen to, and three that hours. could be the next thing he does. <laughs> like he transitions he may, from president to podcast. The fireside chat might be a podcast now. Could I you would imagine fucking like a nothing. three hour rambling? Podcast. Only six adjectives. Right, right. <laughs> over and over again. Good, bad, right. good, bad, very good. Right. Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I don't want him to run the country, but I would 100% listen Love to Love a podcast. I would listen to an audiobook narrated him by him that he didn't write. Right. Like, I would re- listen to him. Read There's something it. oddly hypnotic about his tone and voice and the way he speaks it's a weird he speaks in rounds yeah sort of like... he speaks in riddles I mean yeah. there's something about it that you can't I think it's iambic pentameter yes something <laughs> like I was in an Uber pool and it was me and uh, uh, another guy and the driver and we're all sitting there listening to it and like we're in a trance yeah. we're on a trance and laughing because he's funny, but it's horrible. Like, it would be funny if it didn't matter so much. Yeah, it was, like, very <laughs> funny when he was uh, yeah, one of right. the ten people. Now it's and- not as funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, context. How it ruins or makes everything. Um, all right, hold on. Where's... Uh... Uh, oh, here you go. Host John Gabrust is what you would get if you artificially inseminated a Nathan's hot dog using the Baja sauce caulking gun at a particularly dirty Taco Bell. His charlatan demeanor and hollow attempts at feminism sound like a bunch of wobbly kids stacked in a trench coat trying to get into an R-rated movie by convincing someone they aren't racist. Ooh. Funny. A little too wordy. <laughs> yeah, a little too wordy. You don't need the word particularly dirty. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, edit a little. You said it with Taco Bell. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> I do like being referred to as my charlatan ways. It, is that a good thing? That's like someone who's like a a, a swindler, right? A charlatan fools yeah. people. You know, I I think I call I, I have a bit about the Long Island medium. I call her a charlatan. So that's my idea of a charlatan. Yeah. Somebody's like preying on people. What a natural transition! Right yeah, there. look at you. You <laughs> must host your own podcast. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, I'm so good. So long I would meet. This is like, I'll give, give a little background. This is how I was alerted to you. Someone was like, do you guys know this comedian? Do you know this yeah. comedian, Tim Dillon? He's also from Long Island. He's yeah. fucking hysterical. And I watched some of your stuff and it was hilarious. And then when yeah. I was shooting a pilot at Comedy Central, I was yeah. like, can we get this dude in to talk Long Island? And we yeah, watched Long Island Medium together. So much fun. And just did a little cultural yeah. commentary. It was a lot of fun, man. And, you know, I had done a bit about her uh, for a while, probably about a year I'm doing it. And uh, her husband was in one of these comedy clubs watching it and laughed. Brokerage, governors? Brokerage in, in uh, <laughs> Belmore. And, uh, My hometown. Yeah, and laughed at, uh, I think, the bit. Like, didn't, didn't seem to be upset. I think and that- the whole point of the bit is that his wife is preying on the grief, grief-stricken morons- <laughs> 
I think one of the money. things you said. I think one of the things you said in what we in the thing we shot. Yeah. Was uh, she walks into a room and goes, "Was anyone's son here killed in a jet ski? Yeah, accident? a jet ski accident. <laughs> and five women. Right. Their Everybody's heads. like, of course. <laughs> Why you wouldn't? You know, the weak one was. Uh, and that's the thing about Long Island is I feel like she has an advantage because it's so homogenous that so many people who's got a uh, you know one of the other things I say is like. Who's got a Billy Joel lyric tattooed on them? <laughs> oh, ever, we all do. Yeah. We all do. Yeah, I have Down great, Easter Alexa yeah, across my stomach. Great psychic job, you know? <laughs> Who didn't go to Harvard? We all did. <laughs> Anything else? Oh, Angel. Of, Who here you know. wants to take the Suffolk County police test? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Who's taken it once and failed? You know? That's every friend from back home. Who's, Absolutely. Who's like, I'm thinking of taking the police test. It's yeah. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You can't just... A cop can't be your fallback job. That's the what every the most the cop like every time like <laughs> something happens where like a cop shoots a pregnant woman or something. And I and I always, you know, I always look at like, oh, it's a tough job and like, you know, and it's true and you're in the life or death situation where but then I always think like of all the personal friends I have that are police. That's all that and, comes to mind. And none of them. I mean none of them should have job like they shouldn't have a job of consequence at Lowe's home improvement like they shouldn't stand between you and the deck you want to build like a lot of people a lot of people i know who are cops shouldn't yeah. have a class d driver's right license. right <laughs> they shouldn't drive a commercial you know <laughs> and they have a gun and they're out doing justice so i'm kind of like i mean i've i mean there's a couple of people that were i mean there's oh, oh, i know one guy who became a cop like he was this really promising baseball player and just you know got got drafted and played for big team in canada and things were like working out and then, like, you know, one injury, and now he's driving the little thing they drive around, like, Grand Central, that little cart, oh. as a cop. And I'm like, you tell, of course this guy's shooting someone who doesn't deserve <laughs> he's it. He's so angry. Like, he's so pissed at his life. back yeah. fucking thing. Of course <laughs> he's putting a gun in someone's face. Right. Like, I think about the job <laughs> I had when I was trying to come up in comedy. I'd be like, I'll lose this job in a heartbeat. I don't right. give a fuck. Right. And if someone makes my job stressful, I'm like, fuck you. I want to do comedy. Yeah. Imagine you're a fucking former baseball player yeah. turned cop. It's like, turn the radio off. It's like <laughs> you, you were thinking about being this legendary ball player and just having a crazy hot wife in this big, beautiful house. And then, like, you're driving around Penn Station in a little go kart. And you're like, well, this is good, too. <laughs> yeah. This is also <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> Well, this is also this is a great consolation prize. Yeah, I have no disrespect for police, but it's none. It's insane that the people who I know who are cops, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't even let this kid guy babysit. Yeah, and some of them, like some of them, you know, I know a friend of mine who's a cop who like stole prescription drugs from another friend's parents, like that. Yeah, I have a friend who was a bookie <laughs> for a long time and is now a cop. <laughs> I feel like they keep getting worse. I'm like, yeah. I have a friend who's a murderer and a cop. He's As a- I said that, I was like, I really should back off a little bit based on who listens to this podcast. Yeah, I don't know either. But like, you could do a little Jewish geography around Long Island in a uh, summertime. It's like the guy who used to bully the kid with Down syndrome is the cop now. Right, like, that's a lot of you know, and like the listen, third best lacrosse player from your high school. Right, and sometimes <laughs> you get a cop who's like always wanted to be a cop, like that guy. He was like, I've always wanted to be a cop. Yeah, I, but I just don't personally know those guys. I know that they're out there. Yes, I know that I, there's... I know that there are that I've met them. But the ones that I know, like really know, um thieves, degenerates, liars, bullies. Right. Right. Like cop was 
uh, a construction where it was like choose a job and it's like here right. are the five I remember from a Lego set. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Am I going to be a cop, a fireman, <laughs> yeah. a, a guy in a suit, or That's a construction it. worker? That's yeah. It. yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> and there's pride in being a cop on Long Island because you are close to New York, so there's New York City. You could right. be NYPD. Right. You could be Nassau cop. Or the coveted Suffolk. Suffolk. College. All I heard from when Suffolk, I was a kid yeah. was the Suffolk County Police are the highest paid police in America. It's like what is it like a buck something, buck fifty, like a hundred grand a year, and some like, of them get up to like a buck eighty, buck ninety. Yeah, and uh, Suffolk County's got a few high crime areas. That's true, but the but, majority of Suffolk County is not. No, you know yeah. you have a few. MS-13, a few gangs there. You have some stuff. You have some, you have some sketchy pockets. Definitely. Yeah. But then you have, uh, you know... Huntington. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you have, like, you know, the Hamptons. Right. That's in Suffolk County. Montauk, the Hamptons. Staring at a hedge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hamptons Cops is... That's the... That's the what a great show. That's huh? the TV show we need yeah. to make. Hamptons is, cops, but we're the two like most fucking yeah. uh, uh, like South Shore fucking yeah, guys jerk-offs. do that. Yeah, <laughs> just chasing geese <laughs> off Steven Spielberg's property. <laughs> we got to go out to Billy's property, move his car onto the driveway yeah, yeah. again. It's upside down in the yard. Billy's got a problem. We're taking care of it. It's being taken care of. Billy's got another beamer in his pool. <laughs> it's on top of the other ones. Now we got to get them both out. There is no law for Billy. Okay, I'll <laughs> tell you here. that. Not here. Uh, I, I, I. Crave the day where I my a trip home yeah. lines up with a Billy MSG show and I get to ride the railroad in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. And I mean, I just actually wrote a bit about it. And I, it's weird when you write about Long Island, you don't think it'll play on the road, and it kind of does. It's so if you set yeah. it up a little. People kind of get it. They can imagine it. I uh, I. Been done a few Long Island episodes of this podcast, which yeah. you would think would be alienating, but everyone, everyone so many people it. are like, oh, that's, I, I, I do this Long Island character on a Comedy Bang Bang podcast, yeah. and Rob Corgi's like, I knew hundreds of dudes in Boston who were just like this. Absolutely. And I'm like, it is that weird, There, it's like a Northeastern thing, yeah. sort of, where it's like, yeah, it's oddly like macho for some yeah. reason, like yeah. unnecessarily. It's like the same thing. I think if you make fun of hipsters that do something ridiculous, that could be Brooklyn, it could be Portland, but then now every place has right. Charleston a has hipsters of yeah. town where people are doing needlessly uh you know uh anachronistic yeah <laughs> and, and just self-important things <laughs> and you know pretentious things. And uh but yeah Long Island kind of translates because I think people there's a weird and, and I perform a lot of stand-up in Long Island, not a ton any as much, but I, I have, and I still go out there and, and, and do shows, and there's a weird confidence to the hicks in Long Island. Yes. There's a very... Con- when they hear a joke that they don't like, they never think they might be wrong or that they might have not gotten the joke. If they see a movie they don't like, right. if it they sucks. had a meal that they don't like, it just blanket. No, the reality is is that that's right. a shitty slice of pizza. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. My objective reality is that I possess all the knowledge <laughs> to decide what is good and what is bad in this here universe. Yeah, the, the idea yeah. of subjectivity is kind of lost on the island. Yeah, I mean, nobody, you know, it's a weird, because, you know, and, and, I've, and I've analyzed it, and I've, and I've always thought about why, and it's such a weird, and I think, there's like living in the shadow of this big cultural center uh cast this weird and the idea that they're so close to it but they're not really in it that that's where that's that's the rub because there's a lot of right. people who live on long island and commute into and out of the city right then there's a lot of people who live on long island who are like 
I hate the city. Right. I never go to the city, by the way, which is right. New York City, a destination where people fly 24 yeah. hours overnight to come to fucking Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. And you live a 40-minute train ride, and you're like, I hate it in there. It's crowded. There's yeah. things to do. <laughs> and yeah, there are things to do. Somebody's challenging my point of view. Uh, there, yeah. Um, let's not even get started into the ethnic makeup of one of these city bars. Right, right, right. The right kind of people. Right. Uh, I and think it, it's just people like don't like there's something about Long Island and I feel like it's a lot of like hometowny attitudes and we're, we're coming at it from the point of view as people who left but there's something about it where it's like I have pride in where I'm from yeah and I have I don't need anything else which is great and listen just don't be a dick all the time. That's fine. Like, I'm fucking happy. I'm proud of where I'm from. I love I'm my childhood. I'm fucking proud. Look at this shit. You that I, you have a Long Island tattoo in your arm. That I wouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. got this last right. year when I was thirty four. So. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah. No, no, I see. I got my first tattoo at thirty four, and it's a bad one. Yeah. 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 But but it's to me. I'm like I'm all about that. But I'm like you know. Hey. If I go play, like, I, I play my friends, like, Maria Bamford, who's a brilliant fucking comic, and, like, sometimes they don't get it, and I'm like, yo, fucking, you, it's your fault. Right. This is on you. Like, this is not some avant-garde, like, this woman is objectively hilarious to anyone that has any taste. Right. Like, this is you. And my friends get mad. They get physically angry that they can't understand it. And I, listen, some of the shitty alt comedy, yeah, I get it. I get where right. they're like, what the fuck? But you don't lump Bamford in But the fuck that, is yeah. Maria Bamford? And I've <laughs> right. played it for my friends. They're like, what are you watching? Some fucking thing that you and a mother, other comedians think's funny? <laughs> No, like it's, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I here's a direct quote from someone from Long Island who I will leave remain nameless. Yeah, Yo, I love that show at midnight. I just hate when they have girls on. <laughs> it's like all right. So, but I can understand if your conceit is you don't like at midnight. Right, <laughs> it's a completely right. reasonable take. But by the way, two ridiculous statements from the Long Island person. <laughs> right, exactly. I love that shit. <laughs> Do, do you really? Do right. you really love it? What do Does you, anyone love it? <laughs> right. Um, it's like one of those shows where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's on. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I have nothing bad to say. Um, <laughs> and it's funny to like be like, I love it, but not the when there are women on it. Yeah, it's a weird, you know. And I and I've always analyzed where it comes from because I, you know, as a little kid, I was like a child actor, so I got they, they, I was being going in the city all the time. And no, so I there's was, a little layer of you. Yeah, there. you didn't know that, huh? You are. Us. You are truly, as I've, every new detail I learn about you, whether you tell it to me or I hear it in passing or see it as part of your act, just makes you one layer more of a complicated individual than yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of complexities. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're living a civil war. But then you come to L.A. and they go, wait, you're fat and you're loud. Okay, like yeah. you're always condensed to these two things right. that are like, okay, no, this is what you are. Right. In New York, you're a tapestry. Here, you know. Yeah, yeah you and I in yeah. here in LA right. are like, oh, one guy's got a beard and the other the guy, guy doesn't. doesn't. And that's and their that's only it. difference. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, I, I really do like Long Island, but it gets really frustrating, you know, when, you, when, when you're trying to talk to people about, you know, some of my friends don't even understand why people would say negative things about Long Island. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is like the celebrity we're known for. <laughs> Billy Joel has talent and is, you know, even he 
He's is, got a little too much in Long Island. He's in a him. little too much in Long Island. This <laughs> guy flips his car and he drives through houses or whatever he's doing. Listen, we know he's talented, but what do you mean you don't know why anyone would say negative things about? But it's just like such a you Long have Island. negative things to say about New York City. Yeah, are surprised right. people have shit to say. And about the comedians Long- in Long Island, like that level of delusion, is so insane. The average comedian in Long Island is about seventy-two years old. Um, there is a comedian in Long Island named, and, I, and I, I swear to God, sweet guy. I'm not saying anything about him personally, but this is his name. Benny Gagutz Rizzuti. <laughs> There's another guy named Richie Ragu. I mean, this is the real. A friend of mine, Anthony DiDomenico. Anthony DiDomenico, <laughs> you know, but this is so Italian. My, my, I went to a play with my mother the other night at Malloy College and her friend Lucille Badalucco. <laughs> This is central casting, you know. Like it, my brother so... and mom both went to Malloy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I feel like I'm gonna find out I'm related to you. That's how yeah, this, this overlaps. This is what's gonna be eventually. <laughs> like, and I fucked this girl. Oh, yeah. oh we figured yeah. it out. We're Eskimo yeah. cousins. We, because we were at, um, we were in this. We were shooting your pilot. We kept talking, and everything you brought up was so funny. It was such an overlapping thing. And even though I grew up in a different town, and it still doesn't matter. It's it, yeah. You so grew many... up in Long Beach in like a yeah. beach town. Yeah, I yeah, grew beachy. up in like a. Uh, in Freeport and then moved yeah. to Belmore when I was like 13. So that's yeah. two different kind of... Where'd you go to school? I went to uh, Freep- uh, Freeport Elementary Schools. I went to Mepham High School in Belmore. Okay, yeah. Mepham. Okay. Bo- both my parents went to Freeport High. Okay. And we were like the last white family out of right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. And so the South Shore... Of Long Island is like kind of for people that don't know, like the North Shore of Long Island has a lot of money, right? And there are big estates and a lot of money, and it's a lot of people that work in finance or you know family money, inherited wealth, things like that. South Shore is kind of a little different. I think it does have some big money, but I think the majority of it is is working class. It's it's it has a lot of like you know we're right on the Atlantic Ocean. So there's a lot of beach towns. There's a lot of you know, Freeport's a great town with these old bars and yeah, boats the nautical and fishermen. Mile, Wycliffe Canal. Yeah, and I mean, so it's a, like a cool spot. The South Shore is really funny because it is lower income than the North Shore. Yeah. right up until you get to the absolute shore, right? Because that's where you're living on the beach or right. you're living on the canal. Absolutely, that's where all the money is. Like yeah. South Merrick, South Freeport, yeah. South uh, Big money. Long Beach, and the State Street but area. But still, on- comparatively to like Brookville or anything, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's, it's yeah. nothing. And, and what, what I love is, man, I, I mean, I'm sober. I'm sober about five years, but I was a drunk in Freeport. Like, I drank at all of those bars. I loved a bar called The Helm, which oh, was shit. the only bar on the north side of this canal that it was like an undeveloped area. My uncle is the, was the fucking burger chef at, at uh, The Helm. the best burger ever. Recently. Best burger ever. <laughs> like, he just left. <laughs> that's a job he wanted to get. This was something he was- My 50-something-year-old yeah. uncle is the, was the burger guy but at I The mean, Helm. Number one, amazing burgers and just crazy- People, and these are like people that I love. These are like grifters, people that like they remember a time and it was like, you know, you know, now we live in a world where you got to run your credit to sleep on someone's fucking couch. Right. And they come from a world that's about handshake agreements and cash business and like things that I find kind of cool because they're so fucking like not in my wheelhouse. Sadly. Right. Yeah, you I know? mean, I'm I'm the I'm the same way. I'm yeah. the guy who's like, all right, guys, everyone owes me two hundred for the Airbnb. You know right. What I mean? Right. Meanwhile, we're talking about people who are like, like. Uh, oh, you brought two friends to dinner? Well, that yeah. changes the price. Like, now we're right. talking about people who just roll yeah. into a place. It's like, I have nine bucks. How many fucking I mean, highlights I, can I drink? I, one of my favorite characters in Long Island is my friend Joe Munster's father, Eddie Munster. That's his <laughs> name. We call him Bud Munster. I was in two boating accidents with this guy. <laughs> That's how cool he was. That I got in the boat again. His son wouldn't get in the boat with him. His son said, why are you getting in the boat with my father? I said, he is so fucking cool. <laughs> and this is how cool this guy was. He went, we were all at a bar one night, and we were drinking, and, and, and he went up to the bartender, 
and he walked over to me and his son and like three or four other people and said, listen, I took care of your tab. And then he, and he would go from bar to bar by boat. And then he climbs over the thing, gets in this little boat, little skiff, cigarette boat, and then just goes down. You just see him going down the canal. And at the end of the night, like, you know, probably about a half hour later, we're about to leave. We, we go to settle up and we're like, you know, he covered the bill. We just want a tip. And the guy goes, what are you talking about? He didn't cover anything. In fact, he's been drinking here all day and he said to put all of his drinks on your bill. <laughs> I looked at my friend and I said, "Dad is a fucking awesome guy. That's a hero. He right? just he just left us a hundred dollar bill and got and he escaped via boat. <laughs> He's a legit yeah. like Scorpio from yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, so characters like that. I I wonder. I'm sure they exist other places, but it's like yeah. hard for me to imagine. Right, because there is a weird balance on Long Island where yeah. you have like beach boat suburb proximity to the city. Right, it's not. It is uh, homogenous, but there, like, there is a lot of ethnicity there. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So absolutely. it's like a weird thing where it's like you can really get almost any archetypical character. Right, is and, somewhere in your like and three even circles. these like bumpkins and hicks. There's a certain uh, sophistication they develop by being near the city. Right, so they know how to get over on you, even if nothing else. <laughs> like they're not all they know is how to come across. They're as. not going to discuss Brexit, but they're going to run some scam. <laughs> It's gonna and, and and I meet them and they and they've hustled their way into you know I have friends that are janitors at local schools that make good money and I'm like you have and they do not, I have friends that sit on those fucking tractors in Wantaw State Park yeah. and they're like just <laughs> drunk and driving around the park and I'm like what do you even do I know what is your job but they I, find a way to make money I know like a handful of people who are do very well and all work in landscape. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't know. But I think that's, I'm on TV yeah, and yeah, I don't right, have yeah, this kind I of money. I envy your financial situation. <laughs> and I think that's part of it too is they feel like they figured it out on Long Island, but I think because it's such a weirdly close-knit thing and they've learned the lay of that land, but if they leave, I feel like a lot of them, because they get things from their cousin, right? their brother, their friend, yeah, get their work. mom's friend. Yo, your, a mom's friend on Long Island can Huge. get you. I, I got me my, my fucking lifeguard CPR certification yes, through my yes. mom's friend. Like, your mom has a friend on Long Island that does everything. My mother had a councilman test me, and I was a lifeguard too. And it was like some guy, I, I swam two lanes of the pool. He's like, all right, you're a lifeguard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, you were a lifeguard? I was too? a lifeguard at Sunny Atlantic Beach Club. It's oh. like, it's, uh, it's, there's something called Atlantic Beach Club. And then there's a shittier one called Sunny Atlantic Beach Club. <laughs> That's really funny. My pa- uh, my mom owns a cabana at Malibu. Ooh, yeah. my parents rented a cabana at Malibu. Oh, rented. Yeah, my mom my, rents. My yeah. dad and his uh, wife, but then they decided not to. They did it for like a, I think three years. Or whatever. Yeah, we're we're on like you get the grandfather, you get rolled in. Then yeah, you got three year max, and you got to yeah. bump out. But I was like a big swimmer as a little kid. It's I mean now it's it's clear people are like no you weren't. But I was you know I swam I was them. a Jones Beach lifeguard yeah. for really? five years. Yeah, that, well, that's a Navy SEAL of lifeguard. <laughs> it is on Long Island. Yeah, and that's the, uh, I worked at Field Six for oh three, my God. three years, and then Field Four for so my last. So you were a fucking at one time. You were you were that was, you were you were really really physically in shape. Yes, there was right. one. There was several summers where I was in really good shape. There was one summer where I was working at Field Four. Yeah, I was single. Oh, maybe no, this was Field Six. Yeah, I was single and I was bartending two nights a week at McKeebs. Right, I had the most Long Island summer you could possibly okay. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bar- Attending at a Hofstra bar in the summer yeah. and and lifeguarding all day on field six. It's so fun. I was a beach club lifeguard, which is the total opposite of Jones Beach. You guys had to run every morning. Yeah, we had to do all kinds. And you of, had to yeah. do like actually, like I I was a beach club lifeguard, so basically I would walk around cabanas and say, 
you're going to want to order from Corner Kitchen today. Uh, you're going to want to do their special, which is honey turkey, honey mustard, uh, Munster cheese, coleslaw. Like, there was no, I mean, there was, I, I performed one save in three years of doing this, and the mother yelled at me, he was fine. He's now embarrassed to get back in the pool with his friends. I said, he was going under. He was not. Uh, and fine, then uh, let's okay. go again. Fine. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I had the, my boss come up to me and he goes, I can never hear what I just heard. And I said, what? He goes, they're saying that you and Jeff missed a save. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, the family had to jump in after the kid. And I'm like, well, you know, close families are a big part of why this beach club is successful. <laughs> and I'm not going to get involved. And it's true, a, mo- a kid was struggling. We're all about that. And the mom did it. And you kind of look like a dick, though. It's the when worst the mom thing. That's does why, it. That's why you got to make... You got to get in anyway. But yeah. I didn't get in. Yeah. I was... I. The worst thing ever there was when I had gotten everyone's food. I went out and got a bunch of sandwiches. And I, they, they transferred me from the pool to the beach. Mistake. And somebody had, like, some type of heart attack. Somebody just CPR on the guy. But I'm running towards them with food because I had just ordered lunch for everyone. I ate sandwiches. And there's a lot of people standing. Now, this guy, was he was not dying. He's up already. He's like woke, and they're asking him questions. Hello, how are you? So I got all these sandwiches, and like I started to hand them out. Who got the Godfather? <laughs> Who got the fucking Long Beach Deluxe? And like... My manager's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to make this run. And that was my last summer. They didn't ask me back. Wow, that, that story features like 11 of great Long Island specifics. It takes yeah. place at a beach in, yeah. uh, at a beach club. A great uh, sandwich. I, I'll, I'll argue anyone. I think we have the best sandwiches in the country. Bro, that's exactly I what that. I was transitioning. Dude, I believe like, that. I think... I think, and it's because Long Island puts such a premium on deli culture. Yes. you're talking, <laughs> Long Island is made up of two uh, two of the biggest demographics or two of the most famous deli-owning uh, demographics, uh, Jewish and Italian. Italian. Yeah. 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 So you get your best of both worlds. Bagel stores are great. The best bagels in the country. But, so so in New York City, there's like the bodega, which does a little bit of everything. Yeah. In, in, New, in Long Island, it's like a deli that does one thing doesn't necessarily do anything else. Right. Like, you can maybe go to this place and it's like, don't get their egg salad. Yeah. Don't get any salads. That's right. just missing out all day. Yeah. But their sandwiches are the best. Like, my favorite place is My Hero on Jerusalem Avenue. Love I tr- it. I Love dream it. about it. I talk chicken, about it. Chicken uh, Club. The, the Chicken Club is my go-to. Add cheese, lose tomato. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Fucking A, Tim. Yeah. Uh, I love my hero. And it's like all of those, and the bacon, egg, and cheeses in the morning on the soft rolls. Yeah. The, like the, the a bacon, egg, and cheese in a Gatorade yeah. was how I got through lifeguarding for fucking. It's a whole, I, I did Nestle quick. I was, again, in, in a less strenuous physical environment. But <laughs> I loved it, and I still miss it. And I, now out in L.A., I kind of do see there is definitely an appeal to being here because there's something similar. Right. You lose the delis. Like, there's nothing There's no quick delis. Here. There's nothing quick. No, like there's no place like New York City spoils you where you're like, all right, I got to go to work. On the way to work, I'm going to get breakfast, coffee, right. printer paper, this, right. that, the other thing, and I have to leave and have five a date minutes and go on early. a date. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and get there. You know what I mean? Like, and you only have to change your wake up time by like a couple of minutes. In yeah. LA, if you want to grab a coffee on the way to something, yeah. you got to find parking. You got to wait in line. You it's do a, this. Yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a fucking different thing here, and I, I also think. Uh, there, you know, there is something nice about New York and L.A. are emotional Ponzi schemes. Right. So everybody's clawing to get somewhere. Long Island's not like that. No. And in fact, <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's almost hard. People, to, it's like uh, yeah. trying to get your dog in, ba- like into the bathtub. Right. Yeah. They're every. It's opposite. People are clawing to not. It's move. almost hard to describe how not like that it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my analogy is so yeah. wonky because it's truly hard to convey. Yeah, yeah. It, you basically, it's like you have really rich people kind of keep to themselves. The Hamptons is like not a thing, right? For really. most people, for most people, maybe you go out one weekend when a friend sends a Even text. Even the North Shore, these big estates, they're kind of there, but they're not. The, the The group of rich people kind of does their thing, and then I think the majority of upper middle class to middle class to lower middle class to poor kind of exist in in various states of like, all right, things are good, you know, <laughs> things are good. I'm gonna. You want to get you want to get uh, wings. Yeah, let's go get wings. Let's go to Jackie Riley's. Okay, oh, you yes, know what I mean. Yeah. Like, let's go, go to Croxley's. Let's go to Croxley's. <laughs> let's go wherever. Lily Flanagan's. And it's like there's a level that there's a now you can't guys like me and you are probably not. Whenever we can't live like that, but there's there's something nice about that, right? As opposed to here, I got in an Uber the other day, and within five minutes, a guy in the Uber who's driving the Uber says to me, "I'm represented by the Gersh Agency. I'm pitching a show. It's like Parts Unknown, but." With skaters, I said, I can't handle this. Oh, God help you. Yeah, forever. I, yeah. I've, my, my only thing I can talk about in Ubers is whatever job I'm doing. Yeah. And it's always a new made up career because I am I not a writer that. or an actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they'll search you out. Like I, I came out of a meeting and they'd go, Were you coming out of Hulu? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. And they're like, I know John at Hulu. Did you meet with John? I'm like, No, I didn't meet with John. Yeah. They're like, What were you doing in there? I'm like, Just kind of a general thing. They're like, I'm really into anime. I'm like, this is... But they have business cards. They're looking to network like, it's so amazing how Long Island... Long Island, you don't even talk to your friends. The, you either don't talk to your friends right. or you do talk to the... Right. Ca- or, the, or the cab driver does talk to you, but they don't give a fuck what you're doing. They don't care what you're doing. Yeah. Your mother has to make you call in a favor to get a job. Right. Talk to John's sister. Yeah. She works there. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know her number. I remember like going away to yeah. college, choosing a college was yeah. like my friend Nancy at work's son went to Marist. Yeah. I set it up four PM yeah. on Thursday. You're gonna yeah. meet him at a coffee and I'm like, oh, Joanne, yeah. I don't wanna do this shit. And I went to college and I dropped out to do mortgages, but I started doing mortgages when the mortgage industry had exploded. <laughs> like two thousand nine. Oh, it was perfect. over. It was done. It was no it was like the Wolf of Wall Street, but no one had any money. So it's just a delusional Long Island mortgage office of lunatics with nothing to sell. All commission based. So All commission based, just going broke. Ask my parents to borrow money to go to work. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to be a fucking banker. And Because and the thing about Long Island is you become very conscious of class very quickly. It's so true. When I was a little kid and I would go to a buddy's house and they'd have like a really cool pool or something. I'd, I'd always kind of, my grandfather lived in Muttontown. Now he had built a house in Muttontown in the 70s and then grew around him the crazy, very expensive area of Muttontown. Yeah. He was a general contractor. He had money. My parents did not. He did. But I would drive and I would ask my dad and I was like five years old. I would ask my dad, I was like, why is grandpa's house in the forest? Right. You know? My richest friend moved from... Yeah. Uh, Moved from Belmore to uh, Muttontown, uh, Brookville area. The best. And it was like driving a windy road. You're like, oh, all of yeah. a sudden, you're in, you're in the fucking Hudson Valley it's to go mysterious. to somewhere. It's mysterious. And yeah. you're like, what's going like, on? Watch out for deer. I'm like, deer, deer? on Long Island? Right. Yeah. Uh, that just reminded me, real quick, of a crazy ass lifeguarding story. Yeah. Hither Hills um, yeah. is a campground out in, uh, in the Montauk area. It is also at uh, Jones Beach State Park. So, uh, 
It is a JBLC covered uh, uh, beach. Dude sees a commotion, looks over. There's a deer in the shore break, like a big deer just like flopping around. (laughs) And they're like, what do we do? It's like, I think we got to rescue this deer. Yeah. So two Jones Beach guards rush into the water, pull out this big ass fawn or whatever, this big ass uh, female deer. Yeah. And the reason they know it's a female, I guess men, the males have horns. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But the reason they found out it was a female is because it gives birth on the sand. Oh my god! A pregnant deer is rescued by two fucking mook Jones Beach lifeguards, and it escalates immediately from like, "Hey, we pulled the fucking deer out to a me." Oh my god, that's so funny! It's like, so awesome. That's crazy. That's right. So, these rich neighborhoods are in the wood, and like you're yeah. so. I moved. I I can. I have a great like living in Freeport as yeah. like in one of the lower income uh, neighborhoods. Uh, being uh, where it was mostly black and Hispanic, and then my, my parents get my mom got an, a job finally, and yeah, they moved uh, moved over like two towns to Belmore, yeah, and it was markedly different. Friends, very huh? different. I no one I knew lived in an, uh, only like one or two people lived in an apartment, yeah. And yeah. when I in Freeport, it's like yeah, I live in an apartment. I live in this part of the right. And, and then you move to Belmore, it's like no, I have a house, yeah. And it's like what? And it's <laughs> and it's interesting. Like a lot of a lot of that South Shore money is still even when it's not. It still feels like the mafia is involved, even though it's not. It feels like it is. Well, that's I think for you I know? have a good theory on yeah, this. Yeah, for yeah. So I think there's two reasons. I think it one is there is like you said, my cousin, my dad's right, friend, all yeah, makes it sound like right. it. And the second part is everyone on Long Island wants to seem like they're connected. See, I come from a town that was legit, like had a legit mob history. Like Paulie from Goodfellas, movie Goodfellas, lived in my town. <laughs> Henry Hill lived in my town. This is Island Park. It's a little town next to Long Beach. Um, the guy that they based The Sopranos off of, there was a guy named uh, Vinny Palermo. They called him Vinny Ocean. He ran the DeCavalcanti family in New Jersey, but he did it from living on Long Island. He had a white house that looks exactly like Tony Soprano's house in my town, and his wife was on the PTA, and the whole idea of like a suburban mobster, and they use Rico transcripts in that show. It all comes from my town. My town's is a weird connection to that, so kind of growing up, some of my buddies' dads were like connected dudes. It was like yeah. weird, but you never, like it, it was always in a weird like level of like, Okay, like I, you know, it was you never saw anything weird. Yeah, my grandpa Jimmy Valentino was a oh union guy in the city <laughs> and lived in Freeport. My and all of these like I had all these like Italian older union guys yeah, yeah, in, yeah, my, yeah, in yeah. my family, and they would I learned a code that they would they would touch their nose and move it right. like, to a crooked nose whenever right. they were talking about someone who was in the family and that's what or got sketchy. You, and that's the first thing that got you excited about improv. Yeah. That was it. You saw, you saw that and you went, I like that. I Ooh. also want to be free with movement. You know? Ooh, object work. <laughs> and my dad's like, you took the wrong thing away from this. You yeah, right, right. queer. Yeah, get out of here. Go, what did I say about practicing are your, football? Are your parents supportive of the thing? Of course. Um, Somewhat. They're not, they're not like you should have done anything else, but right. they are not... Well, my dad. They want you to have nine kids. My 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 parent. My mom doesn't even want to talk about anything but herself. So right, (laughs) right. like that's where I'm at. Right, uh, right. So so it's like my mom's like, "Um, so what's doing? I'm like, well, I'm still waiting to hear back about that pilot. She's like, ah. Is that going to be on TV, like the show Three's the Boss? And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, the yeah, next, yeah. the next line out of her mouth is some shit like, "Well, I'm going to Block Island with the girls this yeah, weekend." I love it. Oh God, you know, is it going to be cold? You know, I'm like, Joanne, I, I live it. in fucking. I go home for Christmas. We're driving around. She's like, Jonathan, 
I don't know where this Japanese restaurant is. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. remember? I'm like, no. I haven't lived here in a decade. Yeah, I don't and it's know new. where Sapporo is. <laughs> yeah. You know, or whatever it is. It, it is funny, man. It's weirdly, it, it's a weird, it's a time capsule. And it is fascinating. Like, they just got Thai food. They just got Thai food. <laughs> like, I feel like they're like... You know, it's like the food is like what they do, they do real well. Like, a baked clam is... You can't get one that's as good as you get there. You can't get... Uh, you can get good pizza elsewhere, obviously. Yeah, city, right. But, but it, there's something good. about Long Island. Pizza, bagels, casual sandwiches, food like that. Yeah. We'd be really shocked. Um, but you're right. They're slow to the trends. Right, they're I feel like the they're going to get poke in a year and a they half. They got like fusion, <laughs> which is something that in 97 was like the thing. They just got, they're like, it's two kinds of food in the same restaurant. And they they influence each other. And the restaurants all look like 15 years ago. It's like, like, yeah, oh, going, forget it. My mom's like, you're going to love this place. They serve, it's called Pho. Right, <laughs> like, right. Joanne, yeah. I know what pho it's is. It's a magical it, soup that yeah. Asians eat. It <laughs> right. keeps them young. And then you go in there, right. and it's got like 40-foot ceilings with like two light and, beams. Yeah, and it's and like Long I mean, I mean, can you just for a second mention the Long Island Catering Hall of situation? Holy shit. I, I, when I moved like, to a Jewish town, I went to yeah. 20 bar mitzvahs, and I went to every single catering yeah. hall in the in the Chateaubriand, <laughs> Leonard's of Great Neck, the Coral House. The like best all... fucking uh, local commercials, too. Yeah, all yeah. Those... <laughs> uh, all of those places have local commercials, and they all celebrate like the same thing. It's like, Tommy uh, retired from uh, many years of working for the town. We're having a party here at the Coral House. We will have penne alla vodka, eggplant rollatini, uh, alla vodka rollatini, and then eggplant again. You're it's describing like, yeah. every family party. My mom's yeah. like, so, it's a bummer you can't be here for Christmas. We're getting yeah. the catering done by mom. <laughs> you know, and it's always like, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, you, you, don't, you know Butera is in Massapequa yeah. Park? Well, they open one in Amityville, and that's the one They that's take catering. these <laughs> shitty shortcuts and then tell you what they're doing. Yeah. Like the Coral House had something on their menu once. It was like, Halibut with lobster bisque soup as a sauce. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't take leftover yeah. soup and dump it on the fish. My mom's like, we and get- tell you, <laughs> we're getting fly- fried calamari, fried raviolis, fried chicken cutlet, eggplant yeah. rollatini fried. I'm like, Joanne, this doesn't yeah. sound like Italian food. Right, it sounds right. like Applebee's yeah. Italian food. <laughs> and, like- and then I'm going to my friend Antoinette. She's having a really hard time. <laughs> Antoinette's been having a hard day. There's always someone named Antoinette who's having a problem. Long, Long Island is... She a- had a cancer scare. <laughs> she doesn't have cancer, but it was a scare. So we're going to get drunk for two months. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, the thing with her husband happened. What thing happened with her husband? Oh, he backed into another car in a parking lot at yeah. the beach or whatever. You're like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, That's right. we're just making that into a yeah. tragedy? Yeah. <laughs> or it's clearly his fault, you know? <laughs> you know the way they've always been trying to fire him from that town job? They said he was drunk and tested him and he was. That type of shit isn't right. It's like, Oh, no, he was doing something wrong, and he got penalized for town it. town job or a job with the town yeah. is a very oh, Long Island relative you, trying to get a job with the town. You meet people that are, like, making 80 grand a year, and I'm like, what do you do with that? And they're like, oh, I check your badge before you can go swimming. Yeah. And they just sit at a table in a plastic chair. Yeah, it, that's where the mafia jobs feel like. Year. That feels right. like I listened to Crime Town, the Gimlet podcast yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, Providence right. and the rise of Buddy Cianci and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, and it's like, at one 
one point they got the mayor elected and the mayor gave them all like sanitation jobs. Right. And they were like, it's so funny. Drove man. a truck for 110, you know, making like yeah. insane. That's what it feels like. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, my uncle's, uh, my uncle got me hooked up at Martin Avenue Elementary School. I just, I am a summer custodian. Yeah, right. I make 50 grand in three months. <laughs> I it's make like, 50 grand. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm going to get a boat. <laughs> it's the first thing I'm going to do. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, Long Island is, uh, the it's the it's the Guido mentality that yeah. does it. It's it's out on Long Island. It surpasses the Italian stereotype. Do they look? Do your friends look at you where they're like, you sold out. You're in L. A. You're doing good, Hollywood. I like, think I sold out when I moved to New York City. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> when I moved a half hour away to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you still? But it's so. What are your buddies doing? Uh, my uh, all my a lot of my hometown buddies are like one. Uh, a couple are cops. A couple are yeah, firemen. Same, same. Um, uh, one one is a lawyer. One owns a same, deli. You same. know, Jesus and it's Christ. like the people who the the one who's a lawyer is the one you knew was going to be a lawyer because he was the smart kid who's smart just still guy. hung out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but a, a lot of my other friends have jobs that I like. I couldn't really. Fa- yeah. Like the, a, some of them have jobs in the city where it's like I make money and then come home. Like I don't know what they right, do. Like a finance thing. Yeah, finance. And then I have friends who have jobs that sound like New York City jobs. Right. And then when you find like. Yeah, I'm doing uh, business to business uh, internet course, marketing, and I'm like, well, those are all the dudes I used to do mortgages with. They've all gone to a couple of places, small business loans, yeah, or or uh, alternative energy, trying to hustle people into putting solar panels on their house. <laughs> Let us put the panels in the house. You don't want the global warming, trust me. Uh, my bro- my cousin has been talking about yeah. how so like. You got it. Like he's like just passed his whatever yeah. stockbroker test. Yeah, 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 now yeah. it's just like nonstop. Like alternative energy is the future. Yeah, <laughs> I love those dudes. Like I mean, they are like there's something fun about about those guys who like want to make something of themselves, but are still those blue collar guys. Well, they would be the manifest yeah. destiny guys. Yeah, they would be the people yeah, in the colonial times. Like, man, I'll go to fucking Kansas and figure out what's yeah. there and launch a business. Yeah, because yeah, they don't care. They're just like, all right, let's get it done. Yeah, I have let's no taste. I just want success. Yeah, yeah like, let's figure it out. Yeah, there's a lot of living for the weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of living for your well, time off huge. on Long Island. That's I mean, that's huge. huge. I'm assuming in most. Yeah, it's, it's most places are that. Yeah, you <laughs> turns know, out you know when you get you get a little skewed by working only and it's nights. Be- it's or a something. nicer life than what we're living, where it's like we are all. I mean, this is a different life. Right. I can't imagine uh, living another life now, but I recognize the real benefit of like there are man. I know people who can just chill. They can <laughs> shut everything off. They don't care. Yeah, it's like we don't do anything on Sunday. You know, I call my friend and this is a perfect Long Island conversation. This is the conversation. I'm like, I'm having all these meetings and, you know, everyone here seems like you're really afraid to get fired. You know, from the CEO on down, there's a real fear here. It's underlying. There's like a, a negativity and a sadness, but it's hidden and it's fascinating. And you really think, and it's also funny that like, it's not even, it's not raining here. The weather's better here now and it's raining there. <laughs> No, let's keep this weather-based. Let's keep we- it fucking weather-based. Weather is a huge... I'm trying to have a moment now. Yeah. Uh, we went to Westbury Music Fair. It was pouring out. It's always like, it's driving down 27. Yeah. It's pouring out. Like, you know? I'm here trying to live a dream, and they're like, ha-ha, but it's raining, you idiot. Why'd you do that? Yeah, every time I'm home on Long Island, my mom will say something like, I'd be like, ooh, this is a nice house, or like, yeah. oh, I'm like... 
Oh, so and so bought a house. They were like, "Yeah, seven bedrooms, four hundred thousand dollars." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I go like, "Oh, my mom's." And like, it always never makes sense when you see the house. You're always like, "Oh, this isn't worth that." Like, you people are all insane. It's this weird inflated real estate market where you see this house and they're like, "There's eight bedrooms," and there's not. Yeah, there's three rooms that you can put a bed in, and then like four shitty half rooms. There's like four big cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and but I think they got the city. Yeah. Where they're like... And they're using it as an office. Jeanette has an office. Why does Jeanette have an office? Yeah, uh, my aunt had an office yeah. set up in her house, yeah. and she worked at Macy's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she does inventory from home. It's easier for her. I'm going to work from home today. Are you bringing shirts home to fold? <laughs> but it is like a crazy thing, man, where it's like, you know, the amount of money... Like, some of my friends flew the coop, and they went down to Georgia, and they're living so much better than 20 minutes outside of Atlanta. They're paying 1400 a month for a three-bedroom house, taxes and Insurance. I mean, Long Island taxes average ten or twelve thousand a year. It's a thousand yeah. a month, right? Minimum. For what? Yeah, for the clams, you know, for the <laughs> bake. Like at a certain point, you realize, like, and it's older. Long Island's getting older and older. That's a sad thing. You know, when my parents lived there, your parents, it was a young spot. They had yeah. bonfires and concerts on the Their beach. Their parents were like the first people to come there because yeah. it's like Levittown and, and all that cool. shit. And it was cool. And it was like fucking, you'd have people like Hendrix and Janis Joplin play at bars on Long Island. Right. And it was now that could not be further from the truth. Right. You know? It's, uh, it's funny you say Long Island comics before. There is something about Ugh. artists who are, if you want to call comedy an art, whatever. The artists who stay on Long Island. Yeah. It's like, you are... 20 minutes away or Well I also minutes. explain this to them I go there is no such thing As Long Island comedy There's yeah. no such thing Right There's, there's, there's no such clubs. things There's no such thing There's something called comedy <laughs> Now comedy doesn't attach itself To a geographic location <laughs> As Dave Chappelle started In Washington D.C. And Bill Burr in Boston And Wanda Sykes in D.C. And, but here's the thing Comedy is either career It's a career or it's not Right. And if it's not a career, I don't care where you do it. <laughs> but if you're under the impression that it might be a career, you might say to yourself, let me go to where other people may and not be the first guy. <laughs> they think they're going to be the guy. I think I'm, I'm going to start the scene. <laughs> it's going to be me. Because every now and then, a comic 30 years into business will get a, a, a walk-on role on Kevin Can Wait, and then all of these kids are like, you see? Yeah. Why am I going to live in a city with some losers and weirdos? <laughs> Kevin Can Wait. Kevin Can Wait, the writer's room is on Long Island. How I know. fucking- Can you imagine those writers like, oh, we get to move to New York. Oh, that's pretty cool. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, the guy, the guy who play, The gal who plays uh, Kevin's wife, Erin Hayes. Yeah. Uh, I, I know her from doing a, a job with her out here. We were on a podcast together. We were. Ta I was talking. She's like, I actually am moving to Long Island. I'm like, what? Yeah. And she explains to me. I'm like, wait a minute. The studio is on Long Island. They're like, they built yeah, a Kevin studio. James wanted a studio built. Yeah, they built one. Dude, that could be something. What a My friend Peter Hoare, who is a New York uh, yeah. uh, comedy writer guy, yeah. he was out here for a little bit. He was on a Long Island episode of the podcast. He's like, I'm going to move back home and then you know get a job in the city, do, like try to write in the city yeah. or whatever. And then he's like, I got hired on Kevin Can Wait. It's a fucking WGA crazy, network man. sitcom yeah. where he drives to Bethpage. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It actually is probably a longer commute than commuting into the city with Long Island it's traffic. Insane. Though. But it's funny because like you know that that'll give hope to these kids. Like I talked to some kids, like some kid will message me on Facebook, be like, nineteen year old, twenty year old kid, he'll be like, hey man, um, you know, w w any advice or whatever. And I go, I always go go to the city. That's what I did. Yeah, just go to the city, go a lot, and then move. 
if it if you get get the bug you catch the bug it makes no sense to like if you, like it would be like being a folk musician in nassau county in like the, the 60s it's like i drove into manhattan four or five nights a week i didn't live there i drove in yeah because i had a car and drove 40 minutes each way because my dream was worth that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah making a living doing something i enjoy was worth the commute to the cheesecake factory right. that i've made many a time <laughs> uh and and these guys won't do it they're like everything's here we're good and then they have these like jerry started at the brokerage yeah, yeah and then moved to, to yeah. the new york city <laughs> and it's so funny because then there's this undercurrent of like i call them subprime Long Island co- comics like prey on those kids like do this industry network showcase event that I'm doing. Yeah, it's called Comedy and Clams, a benefit for the children. It's in Amityville. Yeah. everyone from New York City it's is of course coming it's, out there. It's great. You get great. The bookers and the clubs will see you. And it's like, what's up? I love about LA man is nobody's fucking goal out here is to get passed at a fucking club. I, I they're like, who gives a fuck? I'll tell you what, it'll be big. On the- and they're all gonna fail too. But it's nice, fail big. It's nice. I will say uh, the passing at a comedy club for if anyone doesn't understand what we're talking about is right. like when you're coming up stand up, it's like you can audition to and then maybe the strip is or whoever is right. like, oh, this guy's good. You'll get the weekly email or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that I thought the same thing about in my world, which is slightly different is the UCB world is when I came out here in New York, UCB yeah. is everyone's number one priority. Huge. It's all they have. Yes. And then when you come to here, everyone's like, oh yeah, I also do UCB, but I'm trying to sell a pilot or I'm acting right. in a show. Yeah. And it's like the business becomes first, which yeah. I think ruins the, like, or, you know, is a knock against the art form a little bit. It'll fuck up the stand-up sure. world because you're just trying to get booked. It'll fuck yeah. up the improv world because you're just trying to well, get that's booked. that's why I think you do a good fucking five to ten in New York, man, and then you come here. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. I think it's an east-to-west move. It makes it's the most sense if you're doing yeah, move. Yeah. I don't think it's an L.A. to New York move. There that's is not. No, there's that, no that, way that that's no happening. Sense. It's a New York to L.A. move. Like, I'm, I'm in my... Se- I just started my seventh year... Uh, and and I've been making a living for about a, a little, almost two years, a year and a half. You know, eventually the LA is coming in a year, yeah. two years. You know, depending on the way things. Because you can go on the road from LA. Go on the road from LA. You know, I'm putting myself in a position where. And listen, I've, I grew up in New York. I've lived in New York forever. I've kind of never lived anywhere else. There's something curious about life. That's exactly why my wife's from Westchester. Yeah. I'm from Long Island. We both went to school in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. We lived in the city. It's like, yeah. I haven't lived outside of New York. In thir- and now th- now I'm eight years into doing comedy. I don't have, I'm not going to Chicago to cut my improv teeth. Like, right. it leaves only Los Angeles or I stay in New this York. This is city. it. Yeah. Or I move this to like fucking it. Vancouver. Yeah, this is in <laughs> London or something. Yeah, this is it. But I mean, there is something nice. Every time I go home and I'll visit a friend. And I'll see them, and I'm like, what do you got going on this week? They're like, yeah, you know, like, uh, Jessica's friend uh, planned this bar crawl. Oh. There's always innovative ways to get shit-faced. Yeah, they always want to make sure that there's some theme around it. Right. There's Not al- alcoholism. My, yeah, it's my, a benefit. I, my brother had a Chinese New Year, uh, a Chinese New Year uh, party. No That's Asian so people funny. were there. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had like an Asian cooking and, and drink competition. Yeah, and no one was Asian. <laughs> my friend, my friend, this is a perfect Long Island thing. Not even a Trump voter. Guy didn't vote for Hillary. Goes, wouldn't it be funny to have like a Trump party where everyone comes dressed as Trump? <laughs> <laughs> You're not even a fan of Trump. He's like, yeah, it's like lampooning him. I'm like, let's not do that. You know. Need pictures of that getting out and you losing your job. And- Long Island is fucking weird yeah. politically too. That's what's crazy. well. It's very right wing, you know. Uh, I think I think and uh, and it makes sense. Like it's a, it's an area that 
isn't necessarily exposed to a lot. Right. You can you so can you, easily you block it. yourself off when you move to whatever yeah. town. When you get to your island park neighborhood or this and little listen, neighborhood. Listen, man, it's like it's the same thing as like San Francisco's like uber uber liberal because they're not exposed to a lot. You right. Know? <laughs> they're exposed to what they're exposed to. So it's like it's it's like, yeah, if you, if you never met a dude who shot a fuck in his dinner, <laughs> you're not gonna understand guns. Like I, I I don't I don't have a gun. Like, I've never wanted a gun. But like then I, I read about guys as like part of their life. To like hunt food. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's an argument that is, is you know, I, I can't like conceptually, I can get it. So I think a lot of it's that bubble. And Long Island is just in that bubble of like, the, the only thing people in Long Island politically care about really is taxes. Right. All they care about is taxes and that someone's going to take that piece of land that they fought so hard for. And by fought so hard, I mean waited for their mother to die 30 years. <laughs> waited for that bitch to die. She was so resilient at the end. I on it, I on, I was trying to put a pillow over her head for the last right. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it is. And I, and I always kind of attested it to a little bit like... And this is, again, I'm sorry, we're blanket statementing a lot of Long Island, but this is from our experience. I feel yeah. like a lot of it is like people get those jobs where you where there isn't a salary increase. Yes. Like, you know, where it's not like in our business, we could be making double what we made last right. year in right. a couple of years, which is insane. Not right. a lot of jobs have that. You, you also can make nothing, to yeah. be fair. Right, right, right. <laughs> As right. I'm harshly learning in 2017. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but so these people have a lot of like their pay structure of the fire department is one thing. And it's like, well, if my taxes go down, yeah. I have more money. Yeah, they so the one thing I right. could just root for is yeah. lower taxes. They don't look at anything from like a point of a vantage point of like, well, what might be good for the collective? Right. You know, even 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 as an exercise. I'm not even saying you have to decide that way. Even as an exercise, go, what might what might be good for people that don't have the and like this thing is like Long Island dudes like no one will admit there that they were given a leg up like no one no one will admit that even when they've inherited a fucking house right or <laughs> just living a half hour from New York City or yeah, 45 from New York City is an advantage and that a lot of people people over the all over there's people in the country who live an hour from Mobile Alabama yeah it's like the biggest yeah. city they can get to is this or and, and and the other thing is like some people in Long Island will tell you they'll talk about that they'll be like yeah, my grandmother's not doing good but you know you know when she she dies you know there's a, a piece of property in Hicksville and I guess we'll divide that and I'm like what kind of monster has this made you you know, <laughs> know. But, and that's the thing about comedy why don't why hasn't Long Island produced a big comedian um, I mean, I was on CISO. I am going to exempt myself. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. was on Guy Code. But we're talking Hollywood. This is our Hollywood yeah. liberal bubble here. This is a lot of it is like, um, I think the level of comfort that you're raised with on Long Island is so different than what you need to do in New York City. The hustle, living in a small, shitty apartment, living in a fucking shithole. You know, being on a subway, be great. You know, Long Island, you, you have personal space. You have yeah. a you have a pool. Everything's like it's a whole different world. And a lot of people are just not willing to make that sacrifice, even though they want to have a career in comedy. They they don't want to have it more than they just want to lounge in a pool. It feels like New York is almost too close. Yes, because they can't make the move to be like, well, I. It only makes sense for me to go to New York, like you know, yeah. what I mean? like you can only do so many spots at your uh, Virginia makes, Chuckles yeah. before you need right. to go to New York. Or, but it uh, makes sense because I'm like, you know what? If it's fucking, if 30 minutes is standing in your way, then fuck you, get out of the game. Right. Go then, away. Then stay here, and you can run Dude, the governor. And, and, uh, you yeah. can run governors on Wednesday Dude, night. Fucking <laughs> the, the the show at fucking you know 
Raviolis on Route 110. <laughs> 35 includes a dinner and a show. Headline is as seen at Borgata. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the credits in Long Island will be the name of a hotel or the name of a city. Headline is as seen in Atlantic City. Right. What? <laughs> Atlantic yeah. City is a good one. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are like, I, yeah. I mean, Atlantic City is a funny specific that's too. their credit because that's... they've performed in atlantic city he's performed in atlantic city give it up for this guy it's like yeah my family was not a hamptons family we went to montauk every summer for yeah. like a week before it was like montauk when yeah, it was yeah, yeah. just like right a fisher boogie boards village. on a, yeah. on top of right. a fucking station wagon but Atlantic City was like my white, like my white trash family's Hamptons. It's like oh, they went yeah. to like we're going to the Taj this weekend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> talking about the Taj. I didn't even know what they were referring to. Yeah, I didn't. I learned. I remember this distinctly. I learned in like eighth grade or way later than I should have that Taj Mahal was the casino was named after something else. Like, right, I, thought, right. I thought the Taj was the casino in Atlantic City. Yeah, there was nothing. The else. Taj. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Are we doing Marina or are we doing Taj? You know, they're opening the Borgata. I yeah, hear Revelry yeah, has crazy. no smoke or it's whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but they love... That's the thing, man. Atlantic City was, you know, that generation's Hamptons. Right. You know? So, Those, you know... My grandfather uh, yeah. would drive long after he should have been driving alone yeah. from from Freeport all the way to Atlantic City by himself to go gamble. And I'm right. like, Pop-Pop, you should not even have been driving... You shouldn't even drive to our house two right. towns over. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? The will to win, John, the will, is yeah. so intense. Sit in front of that fucking slot yeah. machine. Just and just like, keep it, keep going. Well, yeah. what... There, there's a here's a com- like what is that about Long Island? The quick fix doesn't want to like there's because it is comfy life. Oh, it's a get rich quick scheme, man. Every scratch yeah. offs big in your family. Huge scratchers are huge. huge. It's the Christmas gift of choice it's in the Gabriel's family. Huge in my family. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, you always catch somebody watching a uh, two a.m. a good. Uh, no money down, buying up those tax properties. Right, right. Buying up those tax leads. Well, I had no money down, no credit. I would ask him, i go, let me ask you, Uncle Tommy, no credit, no income. Why is everyone not a millionaire doing this? Because they're stupid. They don't take risk. No, no. No, no, no. That's not how it people works. People love risks. People's favorite thing is risk. All people do in this town, Literally, in this town is, is risk. fucking take risks. I think it's because they're not being honest with you. I think you need a few of those things, like disposable income. I think you need that. I think you need credit. I really believe you need that. I really believe that. That's Yeah, you always have a friend, too, who has like a loophole. It's like... Yeah, I was going to get a job with the town, but, you know, I got two Dewey's. Right. But I learned that if I choose to move, if I live out of my grandma's house in New Jersey as a mailing address, yeah. I could do And it's like, yeah. what is going on and here? some people's <laughs> life in Long Island is just sadly arranged around Dewey's, the fact that they got, like, 10 Dewey's. Oh, there's, it's you know, a lot. There's that guy who's like, my dad's got to drive me to alcohol counseling. <laughs> uh-huh. And then my girlfriend picks me up and drives me to work. And then I take a bus. To a train, it's like man, rough. Yeah, I've uh, rough. The, the the Long Island Dewey life is is for real. It's for real. They take your car. You they put your fine. picture in the fucking uh, on a website or in the paper now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's serious. You know, I mean, that's so what did you hear? Little yeah. Timmy Dillon, he got it caught with. They, a- <laughs> they, they're driving while well toxic, and they tell you what you blew. Yeah. And they found <laughs> drugs in the car and who yeah. you were with. It, it really is uh, uh, crazy. And then you look at people. I've like met people. I'm like. If that guy didn't get a D, we'd have a totally different life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know what I mean? He was the funniest guy. guy he was so funny. Guy would have a totally different life if he didn't get a deal. But it's a lot of, man, I've met a lot of people that were talented, that wanted to do things, and now they fucking sell memberships at Synergy, which yeah. is a, a fucking roidhead gym <laughs> you, on you Long Island, where you're just selling HGH <laughs> in an Applebee's parking lot. <laughs> I've met people with a lot of talent, man, but at the end of the day, I mean, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to neg anyone because I've already said how I, oh, I almost envy this. They're like, you know, they're townies, man. Yeah. They're fucking townies, and that's a nice life. And I think that's why there is such mass appeal for to hear two people talk about Long Island, because what we're talking about is townies. And yeah. If you switch out the beach specific with a lake, or uh, yeah. you switch out effing grooving with a different bar. The thing about or, Long yeah. Island is so frustrating, because it's like, why are you townies? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's what's kind of frustrating. Or even if you're going to be townies... Open your mind to some other things, which there are certain people on Long Island. Do we're talking, of course, at crass stereotypes, but a lot of people are just like, hey, I'm happy. I don't want to know nothing. Yeah. I mean, Long Island is the only place in the world people will laugh and see it as a mark of pride that they don't know something. Like, if yeah. I start talking, I was talking the other day about, like, I forget what I was talking about. I was talking about uh, the UN. And and the United Nations in 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 New York City and everything and 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 why it's in America and maybe it would be moved to another place and my my friend just breaks it laughing goes like this he goes <laughs> I don't know anything about that <laughs> he's thrilled he thinks it's hilarious he finds the his ignorance hilarious well I think that's the thing that gets you out of a townie mindset is right. curiosity yeah and you could you can. Really lower your curiosity bar of like, yeah, I, I hear shit like my family say things like, ooh, we're thinking of trying that German restaurant that opened in Farmingdale. Right. And it's like, yeah. whoa, what yeah. about going to the fucking yeah. Maryland? You and know, you know what's <laughs> funny? It's like, and what goes into that thought? You know, <laughs> right. we're thinking about it, but we're not sure. We're not sure. Waiting to hear back from our cousin who went there. We're <laughs> my being mom's careful. friend went there. We're being careful. <laughs> That's the other thing. People put a lot of stock in the reviews of like well lucille hated it yeah my mom will be like yeah. we gotta get the caesar salad here i'm like why and she's like martha said it was great and I'm right like, right who the fuck is martha because yeah, you have like you know, my friend from nursing friends, yeah. and they their input is so meaningful <laughs> yeah They're i'm so like oh meaningful. you didn't read this on like a website <laughs> like yeah, 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 your yeah. your caesar salad recommendation that you're blindly pushing to your family yeah, is yeah, from yeah. a friend who came here last but week. I miss man I miss that Long Island food I miss steak tidbits I oh. miss those little piece, pieces of steak on garlic bread with oh. melted mozzarella cheese dude I fucking miss some food man I really oh. do I went home I go home and I go to fucking immediately to a, a bagel cafe yeah I miss all of that just fucking I miss bagel cafe I miss their macaroni salad I miss everything about oh. the food in Long Island I'm a big fucking like proponent of like that Long Island the food. I was on the half shell out oh, and shit. Great. That's like my dream food. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm also like a proponent of like, I just miss like the mid-grade Italian food that's really good. Right. It's Where like, you're like, wow, this is surprisingly good. Like the way a slice of pizza in any New York City pizzeria is decent. Right. There's like a, a fast, casual Italian. Yeah. There's two in every town in L.A. where you're like, yeah. who's Butaro or yeah. Umberto? Or, and I went to some of the Italian restaurants in L.A. and I was kind of like, eh. Yeah. No, it's, it's either fancy and good or like right. way too rustic and expensive right. and good. Right. And L and. Oh, in Long Island, here's the other thing that we didn't uh, we, yeah. we didn't touch on. Size of portions is like a uh, reason control. to go somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's like people are like, "Oh, you gotta go, you gotta go to Pizza Roma, yeah. biggest fucking chicken palm." Vincent's I've ever seen. Clam Bar gives you; they just give you a a. It's a dish 
that's a serving dish. <laughs> it's a dish where you would serve eight or ten people something out of, and they just put it in front of you and go, "Good luck." <laughs> it really is. And like you'll be like, "Oh, don't go to that place. You gotta go to this place. They give you the biggest fucking turkey hero you've ever." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is it good? It's like it's fucking huge. It's seven. You want to die? I'll show you how to die. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what they. That's kind of like behind all of that stuff. And they love me, and they love their football, and yeah, like you yeah. know, watching, watching, watching the game. Getting some wings and going to the local bar. Sunday fun day. Yeah, Sunday fun day, man. That local bar that like has decent food that tries to make. They're like, ahi tuna carpaccio. Shut your mouth. It's always the dish yeah. that you had 10 years ago. And, and right. It's like, and it's these a, are called jalapeno poppers. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Get yeah, the yeah. fuck out And of it's here. like always a, 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 a place with a name like fucking Singleton's yeah. or <laughs> fucking. The bistro you know. is alive. Those gastropubs yeah, that Pemberton's, we had. Pemberton's, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the gastropubs that we had like in New York City that blew up in the early 2000s yeah. are now all landing. Yeah, they're where all it's like Long Chipotle. Uh, Chipotle aioli is hitting yeah, in huge. Long Island hard, now. and they, they all have the same fucking uh, five things. But but it's a big. Uh, I haven't had a good like wing out here, and I don't know if that's because I'm not going to the right places. But yeah. somebody told me somebody there's told not, me they're like there's not, it's not a good wing pub thing. wings. Yeah, I haven't seen like wings buffalo. Like that's the thing on yeah. the line is like barbecue wings, buffalo right. wings, hot wings cafe <laughs> wings is a, another topic near and dear. Yeah, 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 I can yeah, run yeah. you through a few. Um, Hot Wings Cafe here yeah. on Melrose, not too far down, has pretty solid uh, wings. Right. And there's a barbecue place on Santa Monica near Fairfax called Baby Blues, and their yeah. wings are pretty fantastic. Well, I've developed my uh, things here. Like, I love the California burrito with the French fries in oh, it. Oh, fuck, I'm yeah. obsessed with that. Yeah. I think the sushi here is great. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I'm a fan of In-N-Out. I think it's great. Taco trucks, if you can get yourself in there. Chicken sandwich with the yeah. avocado, bacon. Yeah. and You know, I, I, I dig the whole thing. Yeah, you just got to great Thai food here, man. Yeah, phenomenal Thai here. Uh, the the thing you can't get is that is a, a near a true blue New York City General Tso's greasy ass plate. You can't get, get good. You can't get New York Chinese food. I think I'm beginning to think is a New York cuisine. Yeah, I mean the, the, the General Tso's dark meat chicken, yeah. really fried. You can't get here. You can't get that. And here. it's hard. I feel like to walk into a place here and be like, "Give me hero with eggplant, brujute, mozzarella, yeah. red peppers." Right. They're like, "We don't have any of that." Yeah. They're like, yeah. "What do you mean?" It's like, look at the five things. Yeah. That right. we have, like in in. That's why I miss, like, in New York, like, on Long Island especially, you could walk into a deli and be like, okay, I need shrimp parm for my cousin. Right. Uh, my other, yeah. my vegetarian girlfriend is here. She needs eggplant parm. I need a chicken parm, two chicken parms, a yeah. meatball parm, a sausage and peppers, and a yeah. veal parm. <laughs> How <laughs> often do you go back? Um, I find myself going back... Uh, well, I go back to the city like, you know, a few times a year and then every once in a while that gets expanded to some Long Island trip. Of or like course, yeah. someone will get married, like a buddy will get married on Long Island, I'll be like, Oh, it's so around I Labor still, Day, let's go for seven so days. So I still live in Queens. So I go back about once a week to visit my mother. Yeah. So once a week I'll pop in on her. And once a week, once every two weeks, I try to be good. I try to do once a week. But uh, I've lost touch with a lot of buddies. I will still see them. Some of them have kids. Some of them are getting older. I'm 32. It's like right. things are starting to move in like the direction. Of They're like, all buying houses and having kids. Well, so, well I wouldn't go that far yeah. uh, with my sp- particular group of friends. <laughs> They're all waiting to inherit houses. Uh, right. I could put on a title. <laughs> uh, but but the but then there's the saddest guys in the world are the guys that are still like. Their little brothers in college, and they're still hanging out with that guy. Oh yeah, and they're yeah, still playing up beer. To Portland this yeah. weekend. Let's play a beer pong. Let's get a game going. Yeah. What? You're 33. What do you mean get a game going? <laughs> Let's get your life going. <laughs> Let's get your fucking life going. 
I like beer pong as much as the next guy, but if people aren't already playing it, let's not initiate it. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not start it. Like if we're not drinking, yeah. it's hard to go from not drinking to let's Everyone play. Everyone is ten years younger than you here. Right. Let's not. You know what I mean? Like there's just a weird. It's a weird fucking place, man. But there I mean, are like bars for people in their thirties on on Long Island yeah. that unironically have beer pong or f- like oh absolutely yeah it's like absolutely people are our age born in the absolutely. early 80s playing fucking beer pong at a bar not absolutely like, yeah, yeah. It's like, just keep keep it up a hundred percent uh tim well thanks for talking thank Long you Island. for having gotta get me. you lined up to get the neck to get your tattoo next <laughs> i appreciate it yeah thank you i appreciate that um, my voice is my tattoo sadly yeah. <laughs> i went to in for to nickelodeon like disney all the, the dreamworks all the like voiceover stuff and I walked in, I'm like, what could you have possibly written? <laughs> and they're just like, no, we like your, you know, it's raspy, it's a type, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what do you have, a, a cartoon about a gambler? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what exactly am I reading for here? You know? That's how That's how I feel. I got an audition uh, recently that yeah. was like, um, heavy set, but handsome, blue collar. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And then the last word was like, works at a farm. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm more of like plumber blue collar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not really an outdoorsy blue collar. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Please, dude. Where can people find you on uh, social media? Or anything? Tim Dillon's Going to Hell is my podcast. Uh, you get that on iTunes. And uh, Tim J. Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N. Tim J. Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N on both Twitter and Instagram and Tim Dillon you can follow me on Facebook yeah. and, you know fucking party um, what, what, what's the premise of your podcast what are you doing Just uh, Tim Dillon's going to hell there's a lot of Long Island stories we take a look at con men and grifters it's a lot of dark comedy we do a lot of conspiracies we've had a lot of interesting writers come on talk about the CIA yeah, and, awesome. and all of that you know satanic pedophile cults and uh <laughs> We do. Uh, I just literally had an episode come out called "Conspiracy Theories Part 3 with my friend Anthony Atamanik, and literally okay, we get him, into yeah. we get yeah you know oh you know Anthony we yeah, get yeah. into literally got into satanic pedophile I mean, like you, sex magic and stuff. It's like not? that's real. I literally just had this conversation Scary, like a yeah. week ago. So, yeah. but but I mean, it's 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 it done light in a light fun way. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Tim Dillon's going to uh, tweet at us if you have any Long Island specifics. As always, I'm at John Gabris, no H's in John or Gabris. Buy yourself a high and mighty t shirt and rate me five stars and roast me in the comments. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast.